This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at thetalkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Money, money, money. And Jason Hoover's in the house. Thank you, Jason, for joining us today. Love your smile, brother. Love your heart. Love your determination to raise the bar in real estate. You know, he does. A great question that Jason was asking me earlier. What do you think you feel is the bigger problem that our local real estate market faces? Number one, rising prices, or number two, lack of inventory? Mm, let's, let's, that's a good question. Let's chat about that, okay? Before we do, let's uh, let's talk about our awesome sponsor, Music City Removal. Yes, Music City Removal. They are the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. No, no, it ain't. ain't. But no, you're looking, ain't. you're looking cute today, <laughs> Carrie Ann, and, and full oh, of wisdom you. and knowledge and all exciting things about mortgages and real estate. Yes. So let's go back to that question. What was that question again? You the had? question is, what is, hmm. what do you feel is the bigger problem that our local market here in Middle Tennessee faces? Rising prices or lack up. of inventory? I mean, it's crazy um, to think what the average. Low, or average price point is in Williamson County mm-hmm. and even in all the other counties. I, when I moved to, to Franklin, I bought my house for $205,000 wow. and $200 that's or something like a, that. That's probably 500000 Or how, how long swear. ago was that? 15 years ago? Yeah, but like but it is yeah. right up there, you know. Yeah, I mean, just to think crazy. about it, what what it used to be and where we are today, it's a, it's quite amazing. Well, and it's like that one that uh, you sold my parents. Yeah, you know, it was two eighty two. Yeah, and now you know I was looking up, uh, you know, just doing some rough comps on it. I mean, it could easily do four sixty five plus. Mm-hmm. I was going to say closer to five hundred, probably, but it probably could. I, I, mean, I, I did know, it really quick. Yeah, Forest Crossing is a great neighborhood. Yeah, you know, yeah. As we know. yeah, and to think back, I doubt there's anything different in the home. That I bought, you know, yeah. it just was a box, you know, the, 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 the look and feel of it was just yeah, really, box home. it was weaning it. Just remember it was just a, you know, just a regular home. And so it interesting, was great. interesting stat I saw was, um, uh, that listings are down 40%, uh, for the month of December year over year, Wow, down 40% and buyers are up. Um, I can't remember exactly how much, but they were up like 20, 30%. So that is pushing, pr- putting pressure on our, uh, our area. Hmm. And, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, at first I was like, man, that is, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, that's strong. But here's the thing I was, uh, getting, I was doing some, uh, a, working with this program uh, to where we're actually going to be uh, nurturing more and uh, we're just looking at some different areas and it was pulling in different uh, you know you could plug in the different communities mm-hmm. and it would pull in what are the listings and I thought it was wrong because uh, Lad Park they right. only had three active listing listing or no zero 
uh, West Haven was three. Wow. And I was wow. like, no, that's totally wrong. And But we went on there and looked, and I was like, wow, yeah, they're all under contract. Yeah. Oh, they're because they go that fast? Well, there's a lot under contract. So, th- you know, this was only pulling active listings. Sure. Right. And so I was like, wow, that's, then that stat is very true. Close, close to it. Wow. Well, the, you know, what, what I think one of the things that feeds that reality of the short inventory is the fact that uh, there's plenty of people I think that would sell, but they don't know where they're going to go. You know, yeah, I right. mean, that's the, that's the challenge out there. And, and I, and, you know, I try to encourage some of our clients, look, let's go ahead and sell your home. So that's out of the way. And then we, you know, go in temporary housing, and then we'll be ready to pounce. But that's sometimes easier said than done because yeah. people don't like moving twice. I'm not. Know? I'm not moving twice. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope. I'm actually never, never moving. Again. Yeah, I'm never moving again. Just well, you, for the record, but you've got the perfect place, man. You've got you've got Airbnbs where you're at. Oh, I mean, no. just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Is your mortgage payment basically being paid for you? Oh, we're making money living there. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. God. That's my, my, cool. Our I mortgage uh, payment uh, is covered, and then a, I wish what? I'd had your realtor. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the funny thing is that we moved from where we were and not only did it, you know, was it even is like literally we're being paid to live there. And that's because you have a side house that you can rent. Yeah. See, I and again, do you for you. Right. I'd be yeah. like, I don't want anybody anywhere near but me. It's so easy. It's it, they have their code access. I mean, everything is set up, you know, I'm big on uh, systems, right? Yeah. Everything is processed. And you haven't been to his house yet, have you? No. Oh, you yeah. need to check it out. I, I, you need we to never check meet out. them. We wow. don't see them. It's wow. all an autopilot. Mm-hmm. And why are they staying there? It's short term. They come to visit. Some uh, come to visit Franklin. Some. Uh, I see. We had uh, newlyweds the other day. I You're mean, kidding. All, Isn't that had, interesting? We had one that was here for medical treatment. I mean, so it's just a wide array. Of- They'd rather do that than a hotel, I guess. Is that yeah. Well, it's cheaper than a hotel. Cheaper than a hotel. Yeah. And possibly, yeah. you know, safer. I mean, yeah. if you're thinking COVID, if it's just them, too, you know, from a standpoint of, right. of all of Co- that. what? Quiet, quiet, quiet down. Quiet down. <laughs> quiet down. So you think that there's a phenomenon, though, that's happening in the market where, like what you're saying, Monty, they're, you, you, they're, why would I sell? Because I don't know where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. But also the influx of people moving to the market. Mm-hmm. So is that kind of stifling things too? Yeah. Yeah, I think the well, momentum it, it, to the area is keeping us from seeing any sort of hesitation in the market because honestly, uh, you know, it, it really surprises me. When you consider what that C word has done to every economy as far as people not working, mm-hmm. you know, my, my experience of 37 years would say, okay, everybody, look, hang on to your shorts. There's going to be a, there's mm-hmm. got to be a bump coming up here because you can't take that many people, put them in, in a barely unemployed position and all the ramifications. Of course, everybody got their $600 check. So now I guess we're, you know, we're all okay. And I'm just kidding. But um, then my point is, uh, if it wasn't for the influx of people coming to Middle Tennessee, yeah. I, I think we'd see, a, I definitely think we'd see a drop. But I think that we have been fortunate to be in, in Middle Tennessee that we're seeing this continual flow in because there was so much momentum happening before all the stuff happened last year uh, as far as the distraction. That I think we're I think we're okay, and I and again I think it's all again comes to you know price point. Um, it's all moved by price point. So that in other words, if somebody if you got a two hundred fifty three fifty range, it doesn't matter what's going on in the marketplace. Yeah. If you got a, a six to seven or eight, that's another story. I think there's a, there's more competition there because there's fewer people that can afford that higher range. 
And that's I the thing is that, you know, I mean, we bought our house for like 240 back in 2005 and now, yeah. it's, now it's worth like 2.5 million <laughs> and I don't know where I would go. So yeah, for two, five, but we can set you up for 2.5. brother. <laughs> I mean, to think that my neighbors, I didn't even know their house was on the market and they sold literally it just went on the market and it was off the market in hours and the, somebody paid cash and closed in seven days. And guess what? I, the nice neighbor that I am, because mm-hmm. you're all about making sure that you're friends with all the specific neighbors. So I p- do pick. Except when you make choose. fun of somebody's. So I d- she doesn't wave at me. She Halloween stuff. She doesn't wave at me. She doesn't do Halloween like it's ball humbug. Uh, it's fine. You still have a skeleton up. It's okay. She took it down, by the way. It's gone right after. Well, I guess so. All that pressure. <laughs> People going by and giving it the snake eye, probably. Oh my gosh! I did not know that I, I, I did saw, that. You know, doing tickets out there. Oh my goodness, <laughs> terrible. However, guess where that client came from? Guess because um, they sent me a thank you note and did their previous address on the thank you note. Guess where they're from? Uh-oh. California. California. Uh, yeah. 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 Says everything. So that's and the other day I took applic- three applications in a row and they're all from California. Yeah, yeah. A, so lot a lot of people come from California. I don't know what's kept them there that long, and now I hear they're going to get taxed by for bailing. You know, yep. a bailing tax. Is that or crazy? Something. But what they can get here, mm-hmm. you know, and what we're we weren't used to those prices, right? And so right. that has allowed that has, that, that has actually hurt the local person. It's yeah. not owning something because they can't even the people that are they're selling their home they couldn't afford to buy at that price Mm -hmm. and that's uh that's you know there's good and bad on that uh but yes uh, that is the bad is that it's pushing people you know because we're the music industry we've Mm -hmm. got a lot of the business and so those people are being pushed further and further away Mm -hmm. from the 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 you know the core, you know, the central part of Music USA. And that's why you have these outlining places that are starting to boom because of that very reason. That's the only thing, they, that's the only choice they really have is if they're going to sell now and stay in Middle Tennessee, then they've got to go out in the country to to, to have a reason to sell, I yep. think, you know, in most cases, unless they're sizing down, unless they're going from big to smaller, that's going to feel like a lateral move. You know, you know, we live over in uh, Brent Mead and great neighborhood, older neighborhood built in the 80s and and a pretty substantial neighborhood, big lots and all that. Well, this adjoining neighborhood, right just two blocks away from our house, mm-hmm. there's these 1970s bi-level homes that are, should be worth maybe maybe 350, 400,000 max, okay? They're just 1970s, 3,000 square foot bi-levels. They're ugly. I'm sorry. They're just not really attractive homes. Okay. How do you really I mean, feel? <laughs> I mean, they're just. Anyway, well, I, the reason I say that I used to Anybody own one. Anybody listening, okay? and you want to sell in that area, I would be glad to help you. I think they're gorgeous. I don't. I don't mean that personally. I just exactly. mean. Well, my point is, two of them within a house apart, um, so that sort of should have sold for like four hundred something like that. The the people flipped them. They paid for something for them, okay? Mm-hmm. And they both sold for eight one at one at eight sixty seven, one at eight fifty, wow. fifty five. Okay, we're talking about again nineteen seventies. I don't care how much lipstick you put on <laughs> a certain animal; it's still that certain animal. You know? Is, are I mean, they buying it for the land? No, they're. I mean, it's an acre lot. It's they're, they're buying it for the location. I'm sure. Location, yeah. yeah. But how in the world are they ever going to be able to sell? It's got a two car garage, just three thousand square feet, and paying eight sixty seven. Yeah. I don't care what you do to the inside of the house. You know, it it makes no sense. So what happens then? I mean, what I would like to talk to an appraiser because now the last one that sold, it's even closer to us. Sold for again a nineteen seventies something. Now this was on a double lot, so I, I get there's going to be a little bit of premium. They they put it on the market. I, I walk past it all the time when I walk, and 
I'm thinking, okay, that home's, you know, it's our neighborhood. It's right next to our neighborhood. You're going to guess. Okay, it's probably worth about, well, since that sold for $850, it's still a 1970-some. Okay, so let's say $875. They put it on the market for $960, and it sold within a week for Mm $960,000. Now, how in the world is it appraised? But but here's something else. I mean, this is a little off off that, but it's another thing that's driving factors, okay? Yesterday, one of our agents called me and wanted to know about um, Open Door. I said, you don't want to go open door. Open doors, I would, I would say sucks, but I, I can't say that on the air, so I won't say sucks. But anyhow, they're, they're a real challenge, okay? It's in rare form today. They're not, they're not good for the realtor, okay? I don't think they're good for the realtor. That's my personal opinion. I'm sorry if I offend anybody. But here's, here's my point. He, was, he didn't discourage them from going with open door because he said that open door was paying more than what they what they uh what the home was worth and hmm. i'm thinking are you kidding me what's going on here he goes well in this case what they're doing is they're they're paying a premium and then they're getting a larger fee back mm. you're so, kidding no so that they can sell the house then and not show any capital gains even if they take a little bit of loss it'll make their numbers look good because now instead of charging you know, 10% or whatever their holding fees are and all that kind of stuff. Now they're charging like 20%. I mean, I mean, think wow. about that. It's almost like money laundering almost, mm. you know, because they're writing a check for it. Yep. It would never appraise. Right. I mean, I think people need to be aware of that because yes. I don't know how, I don't know what kind of ramifications that's going to have to the marketplace. They're literally shuffling money legally because they are jacking the price up writing a check for it and then so they can sell it and show a loss i think i think is what they're doing i don't know isn't that kind of like uh you buying a used car and on the title you say i bought it for like a 100 bucks and like so you don't have to pay taxes on that Hmm. it's similar i think i mean you know a lot of times people think well there's no way no i have not done that i just know people that do There's, you know, people have questioned, well, they didn't make any money because they bought it at, like that one I sold, you know, a while back. They paid 287 for it. They sold it for, I mean, yeah, 287 right. they sold for 305 There wasn't that big of a gap. But people don't realize because it doesn't show on the tax records that they really paid 287 minus uh, $11,000 carrying charge minus another $11,500 repair charge, which they didn't do any of the repairs. So all that money is hidden. Right. Now they're adding to their little profit scheme, and that is jacking the price up, writing a check for it, and then ch- and increasing their numbers. Someone's got to catch that later. Yeah, that's don't what you I was think? Thinking. I mean, it's going to have yeah. to be eventually catched. I mean, every trick in the book from the mortgage standpoint, Fannie and Freddie has figured out, and they it have is written, a public company. Writ, written those down. Yeah, well, there. how does? I mean, that's what I. You know, I'd like to talk to an appraiser. Let about me that. tell you, appraisals are not coming in. Yeah, that's I mean, what, that's the last two I did, um, they didn't come in, and guess what? The seller. I want my price, right. you know, and yeah. buyer says, I want my house. And so then they end up paying. And again, some people have the extra money. Other yep. people, um, it just falls apart and, you know, then they're reselling it. But again, an FHA appraisal stuck for six months, mm-hmm. you know, you can possibly reorder. Um, but we're seeing a lot and lot of uh, appraisals coming in low. I had a one recently. And the agent got, you know, not, they weren't so happy and said the appraiser was wrong and they should have gone five miles out more north, you know? And so it's hard to say like cherry pick your comps. You can't do that either. Right. No, that's what we stopped doing. Yeah. We used so, to do that. Yeah. And so it's, it's hard where you're supposed to just go off of the lottery. This is who we're working with. I don't know who them, you don't know them, you know, and, um, we, oh, 
are hopeful that they're going to do the right job, but they're not all coming in at, at price mm. at all. No, right so now. back to the, uh, the question, you know, inventory or price. And I guess all this is saying, you know, this is why I say, you know, it's the inventory is the bigger problem because price, people are going to find a way to pay it. Sure. Or it's going, they're going mm-hmm. to eventually come down. Inventory, if there's just no inventory, we've got nowhere to go. And right. it's, you know, and that's where all of this land that's been yeah. being held then goes on the market. Well, that's why so many people are biting the, the bullet and going to new construction, too, though. That's that's one of the more common things. Say there. it again. How have the land prices been, just vacant land? Expensive. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, they're there's, expensive. There's farms that have been holding out for a while. Right. They're now starting to say, okay, well, I'll, yeah, I'll take it. Because we're looking for a farm, and it's, yeah. they're up there. Well, that's the thing is if I'm a realtor and I want to try, okay, solve that problem to the question of where do you go well okay why don't we actually wait out the market and put yourself on a you know buy a piece of land put a fifth wheel on it and you'll be able to live in a fifth wheel for a year or two until the market figures itself out i mean is that something that some realtors think outside i I think it's not a bad idea who's living in a fifth wheel just you know a family or whatever they're big enough they're yeah, very large. I think it's I'm not just a saying really nice. some people don't want to do, you <laughs> no, know, do that. I mean, yeah. Other smart choices, because you're right, where where are they going to go? Yeah. You A lot of the investors out there, you start to think, hey, I want to invest. What should I invest in? We'll possibly land on the outskirts because eventually growth. The outskirts will be the inskirts, right? Yeah. Eventually the growth will right. go there. You know, talking about um, values, et cetera. I don't know if you realize that... Um, this little area over here in Franklin near Center, Cent, uh, what's the high school? Centennial. 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 I was like Center Hill, Lord. Centennial. Do you know that whole little block over there? The the values of the land are worth more than 50% of the purchase price. And you cannot get a first-time home buyer loan over there. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Because that area, the land is worth so much. So that whole section, that little corner pocket over there. Mm. Huh. People are buying, you, literally, the land is is worth so much over there. It's crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. So their houses are just in, increased due to the land. But again, you forget that the land to house ratio has to be a certain amount per hmm. the types of loans that you're looking to get. Yeah. So FHA, uh, excuse me, uh, THDA has a cap that you can't go over a certain dollar figure. And that whole little section over there. Um, makes it difficult perfect for it, but it yeah it makes it difficult for it so oh. it's interesting you know to learn more about values mm-hmm. you know and um, my thinking is you know these rates are so low <laughs> I love to give you this low interest rate why would you ever move <laughs> like in my mind I'm thinking the rates have to shift because yeah. if everybody gets an interest rate of two and a half or whatever the rate is. And again, it's variable due to credit score program, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Under three, let's just say, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden the market does get back to, to what should be normal. And we haven't even lived in normal times. I don't think for so long, right. you know, let's say four, four and a half, you know, I mean, I had an interest rate of 6% and I thought that was a good rate, you know, mm-hmm. for a really long that time. Great. That was great. Right. What if rates changed back? Why would you make a shift? I mean, the p- price of your, payment on your house will go up so much and you just hope that the equity in your house is enough to offset it by you putting it down, you know, as a down payment. But right. I always wonder about that. Thoughts? All I know is I can't believe my favorite mortgage person allowed me to refinance at three and a half percent. Oh my gosh. When she knew for sure it was going to be coming down to two and a half. Tim, uh, what, what do you... You know, I mean, uh, I can't disagree with it. <laughs> I have a magic wand. I mean, it, I it mean was a ball. one of the most fabulous experiences of my life, though. So I have to give her that. So. What's there that? You go. Your refinance? With my refinance. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but I, I have a higher interest rate. 
and I've been refinanced either. So you've been refinancing, refinancing everyone else. Yeah, and actually, I'm really proud of my Plumber's numbers. I didn't refinance fixed. everybody because I was under twenty percent. <laughs> I'm really proud of that number. Eighty percent of all the families that we helped, over eighty percent were purchase transactions. That's a big that's, number. That's a big that's deal. Because you know, so we many, focus on yeah. helping people gain home ownership, and that, I love to help people refinance. But again, I'm here talking to real estate agents and want to know that I don't focus just on refinance. Well, and that's uh, so much, so much wiser because so many times mortgage professionals get or mortgage people anyhow get caught in the easy ease of refis and they and it's less like say it goes on for six months and all of a sudden it stops and now now what do they do they're basically starting over again yeah and we're talking about the shift you know there will be a shift mm-hmm. there will be a time i train loan officers on making sure your numbers are 80 percent higher mm-hmm. there are some folks out there that are 80 percent you know refinance mm-hmm. um and then the, you know if the market does shift what do you, what business do you it's have, easy you know? or go yeah. walking downhill that's for sure but what happens when you get, get into yeah, a place where you're you know head? so you know we we talked just briefly you know but that um Probably, I'm guessing 60s, 70s, maybe even higher percent of that of the local real estate professionals out there right now here in 2021 have never worked in a uh, buyer's market. They've been working in a seller's market, but have never faced a buyer's market. And you think it's so aggravating to deal with the seller's market. Yes, that's aggravating. But I can tell you, I can promise you, buyer's markets, it ain't any easier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, when you go and you sling to the other side where every day there's new homes coming on the market and you wrote an offer last night that you thought, okay, this will be a great one. They they call you up and say, I don't want to buy it because there's a crack in the driveway because, you know, really the underlying reason is they're afraid they might lose another opportunity. That fear of loss works both ways, mm-hmm. going up or going down. You know, that's, uh, I mean, I, I think true. it was worse personally. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's worse or not, but it's a whole other dynamic that a lot of people have never faced and they don't know how. Yeah. So. Well, I think to be good at any field, you should be practicing. You should be training for all of it. You know, what? there's a saying about being prepared. You know, it, you, you just need to be, you know, I don't know what it was. You know the quote I'm talking about? Something about being prepared, but Carrie, I do. I do believe there will be a shift. In all sincerity, those listening, I, I, I would encourage people to be mindful that this can't continue. I mean, it reminds me of back in. Again, most people haven't been around the business this long, but, but back in, back in uh, before the Great uh, Depression, back in two thousand seven. Okay. Back at that time, there were areas where you could start the construction of a house. I remember this happening in Florida, where I came from, in Titusville, Florida, that you could start the construction of a house. Five months later, six months later, when it was done, you could literally make $100,000 off of it. Wow. Now, and, and, and as a society or, or professionals in the business, we we act like that was going to be around forever. It, yeah, it, that's not sustainable. Know. No, it's not. And so that's my point is we've got to be looking around here that what's what's happening. That's why I was talking about that one that should have sold for 600, sold for 850 because of the location. We got to think about these things as far as that's not sustainable. So I, I think what you said earlier about selling and sitting in a you know i'm not saying you sit in a van or whatever on the side of the river by the river waiting for for the market to change (laughs) not happening but i am saying i gotta believe we gotta be close to being maxed out right now you know i would i would i would sell and you know maybe rent for a little bit and anyway well if you're a realtor now what should you be preparing for well look here's my quote i wanted to find it by failing to prepare you were preparing to fail i knew there there was a fancy quote there there you go there it is (laughs) they find that but you're right we have to prepare for that now here's the deal so 
stuff's going to be thrown at us. There's a shift. I still, my bar is still up here. Like I still have to be ready to rock and roll and still be helping as many families. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we talked about words of pivot and modify the plan, et cetera. We already have to be thinking two steps that possibly this could happen. Mm -hmm. What if you've been able to gain a lot of momentum because interest rates are low, what if they go up? Mm -hmm. What's your plan then? Right. Well, I think it's, you know, we had a a class, we had a a podcast recently with, um, with our safety guy. And it's like, it's like that in, in this business as well, of being aware, okay, just being mindful of what can happen. Okay. Not get lulled into, it's going to be like this forever, but let's be mindful that, yeah, we have been, I think, dealing with maybe a false reality. Uh, because of the pressure coming into Nashville now, and maybe God bless it. I hope it stays. I truly yeah. do. I hope I'm wrong about there being a future dip. You I know, mean, eventually there won't be anybody left in California, so it will stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just hope they keep their beliefs out there. As all, well. I'm sorry, no offense to anybody, but you know, please don't bring that in. Bring that here. You're welcome here. Learn how to say y'all and all y'all and these kind of things. But fixing. <laughs> keep that California attitude back there, please. Well, I'm from California. I can say that. Okay. Just for the record. I'm from Northern California. That's where oh, I was born and raised. There you go. There we you learn go. something new every day. Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Well, rising prices or lack of inventory. It's been an interesting discussion. Yeah. I, hmm. I, I go with um, lack of inventory. You're going to go lack of inventory. Yeah. I'm, I'm, what are you going for? Lack of I'm not moving unless I've got something as or nicer. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving into a, a, a trailer. <laughs> a van I'm by not going to go rent. I'm not going to do that, right? They're so really you're right. nice. I mean, you know. And what I was saying, too, is... Uh, I've got an Airbnb. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> I'm you moving go. in the backyard. But you limit it a month, don't you? You can, come, <laughs> you can always come camping with us and try it out if you want. So. I grew up camping. I lived in a camper for four months. My parents had us, all four of us, in a pop-up. It wasn't so bad, right? And it rained the entire time. Mm. It was great. All wow. four months. Yeah, but I, hey, I'm the, I can do all of it. I'm totally all about it, but I, I won't do that. I make choices now. Before, before you <laughs> I don't say on. yes to everything anymore, right? There's my new, there's my new plan for 2021. In prepping for uh, the, the eventual the downturn, yeah. the shift, yeah. Sure. Um, I do think it's important that um, uh, we talk a little bit about uh, preparing, the, the, the agents preparing for investment. Mm-hmm. I mean, because part of the benefit of being a real estate agent, yeah. you should have uh, the kind of the pick, uh, if you will, I agree. Able to get the the better opportunities. And uh, so right now, while, you know, the getting is good, mm-hmm. start mm-hmm. saving some of that mm-hmm. and being prepared for when the market goes down, you can capitalize on it mm-hmm. and jump on some of these properties and just, you know, take, you know, take that opportunity to increase your uh, uh, real estate portfolio. portfolio. Mm -hmm. Smart, smart move for sure. You know, saving a little, you talked to the first of the year about budgeting, you know, putting money in different categories, you know, and, and that is so key. Mm -hmm. For somebody starting out, just position yourself so that the house you're living in now can be your come, become your rental home so that you move to the next one. And just, that's one way to to really great, you know, develop great wealth. I think that's what I did to start, my my I, my uh, portfolio. I, I had ten homes at one time, and I I would just live in one for a while and rent it out after two years and do, do another one rather than sell it. Get into another FHA loan. Smart. Basically, yep. not going to do that either. But. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's but are people, really expensive. People do though. that. 
Yeah, people do that. The person that um, well, I'm saying we bought our somebody house starting for. out. I'm not talking about a Carrie Ann who you know is, is no, the no, conqueror of the world. No, I'm just saying. But everybody do do you for you. Yeah. I don't think even if I was back in the, I don't think I would want to do that because I don't think that's just something that I'm interested in. Sure. Doing. You've got to be able to have the the long play. Okay, you've got to think mentally the time. That's a sure. it's a hard thing. And if it you is. haven't moved, you should move. All of us should mm-hmm. move and purchase or go through that process yeah. Yeah. every so often yeah. just oh, so we can totally. remind yeah. ourselves so, so much more what, yes, that, that yeah. what everybody's going through. But, yeah. um, you know, this is going to be an exciting year for sure. What we learned last year, what did we learn last year? We learned last year, anything can happen. Anything can happen. You got to <laughs> be ready for anything. Don't, right? take a, don't take smooth waters for granted, you know? Yeah. You got to be prepared. Um, what size face mask do you wear? I'm just kidding. We're not talking about that. <laughs> but when it comes to some people did not have their best year ever last year. Right. Some people you did. You did yeah, you, but but how, what did you talk what was the final tally for you, Carrie Ann? For um a, Families for, helped. Family no, don't, served. Don't pretend like you don't know. Yeah, it was over a thousand. It was oh, thousand forty eight. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Two hundred and seventy four point nine million dollars. Yeah. It was a good it was a great That's year. Amazing. But there's some people though that Goodness. had that I chose to go a different direction, right? I chose to go full force. Others stepped back. So I would say that um, you don't have to change your goal because of the decisions of others. Mm-hmm. The I had a lot of people make some major changes in their life that could have affected me, mm-hmm. and I still had my ultimate goal that I wanted to. Yeah, to you hit. had some struggles with. Um, I had a lot uh, of struggles last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, major, major struggles, and I would could have easily thrown, dropped the mic, sure. throw, thrown the mic. That <laughs> Hit somebody with the mic. <laughs> I was toss the mic. <laughs> Just throw you know? it at somebody. Uh, yeah, you, we're, we're proud of you, Carrie. Yeah. You're, you're so awesome to be affiliated with you. You know, we had a great year as well. We had our best year. Yeah. Uh, we had over 450 million uh, production. You know, Amazing. And with a two-year-old company going from 17 agents to 170. I mean, we're just so proud. So, so exciting. We had the privilege of working with so many of your deserving clients and it just was a great year. But it was a great year because you saw that you weren't going to, we're to, making to the pause. Decision. You were making decisions whether this person decides to want to work with you or not. You, the Hal Alrod, you know, way of doing it. You bitched for five minutes and you kept yep. going. Going, you know, you just have to keep going. You know, I had a lady call me today um, and she got a terrible text message of a hater. I was like, haters are going to hate, hate, yep. hate, hate it. Get mm-hmm. the Taylor Swift song going on. You know, things are going to happen. And um, if if that's happening, that means you're doing something right. Right. right? And so yeah. the more we can mentally prepare ourselves to have an, an outstanding year, because we were trained last year, we prepared ourselves for yeah. 2021. Well, because hopefully what build we some made muscles, through, you know, yeah, some determination muscles, because that's year. what our business, both of our businesses require is you've got to be determined. You know, if this was easy, there wouldn't be an 87% fallout every two yeah, years you know for sure yeah, this was easy sure, it's not sure. be okay with that now let's move forward yeah take the next step forward stay focused it doesn't matter what gets in our way there's still people having babies and needing to sell needing to upgrade need getting divorced whatever there's still all that action happening and we've got to know regardless of covid's regardless of election years regardless of all these things we've walked through this past year that's still going on right now somebody's sitting at their kitchen table saying talking about real estate yes martha i don't like you anymore i'm getting a divorce or <laughs> henry let's have a baby or you know whatever i mean let's move in with the kids or let's have the parents move in with us like connie and i did for a while that's happening at the kitchen table right now mm-hmm. so that what happens then they need a mortgage and then, then they, they're going to buy a house you know you're that's right what happens. And, and if it for some reason 
reason, if your little circle that you so-called selling right now, that's really profitable and you know booming changes there's so many other circles like we need to open our eyes and that's what i talk with loan officers you know well my real estate agents aren't selling so my business is low right i hear this a lot you, you need to be diversified. Find some new yeah, agents, diversified you know? though. There's so much. Like when I was struggling with trying to get business in Williamson County because I live in Williamson County, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll live here. But I drove an hour north, an hour south, an hour east, mm-hmm. an hour west, and got the business that way. Right. So mm-hmm. understand, there's a lot of business within Middle Tennessee, and we're really blessed to be a city that so many people want to live at. You know, so right. a lot of opportunity. True. Keep our eyes open. You know, creating yeah. new business every day. Amen. So awesome, awesome Amen. stuff. Thank you Great all for you joining today. us today. We can't wait for you to come back. Jason, thanks for joining us. Always, Always good to see you. Appreciate you, you man. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.